Welcome to Gifted Radio Show with your favorite host, Shani Summon Godfrey. The Gifted is here to vocalize excellence, where we feature men and women of God across the globe to showcase their gifts and talents, the kingdom builders, movers, and shakers. To be a gift on The Gifted Show, email info at shinysummon.com. Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to Let's Talk Tea Podcast with your host, Shani Summon Godfrey. I am joined by a phenomenal boss lady, mover, shaker, kingdom builder, all around, all around leader. And I am going to turn over to my phenomenal co-host. Listen, yes, I said phenomenal. And she is going to introduce herself to us. So boss lady, please introduce yourself to us. Thank you so much, ma'am. Good day, everyone. So my name is Joyce Adigun. I'm an entrepreneur and the founding president of Inspiring Women in Business. It's a community that is focused on raising female entrepreneurs who are willing to learn, training them to collaborate for growth, and also teaching them to build and grow a sustainable business in past communities and nations, you know. I was able to... Um, I was inspired to build this community because I realized that most people, especially females, you know, they are just doing business for doing sick. Yes, let me put it that way. They're just hustling rather than building a business that can be sustainable. So this is a community that is focused on training women making them understand that they can build a business that even their children's children can, you know, grow up to know about and even take over, all right? I also own um, a fabric company. We distribute fabrics in wholesale across Nigeria and Ghana. And presently, we've been able to empower more than about 200 people across um, Nigeria and Ghana through our wholesale distributorship system, rather. We, we created this to enable individuals to start their own fabric business with very minimal capital. And this has really um, been helping people. And um, also, I, I manage an importation and procurement company. We help people procure products from China and Turkey. and. Um, enabling them to buy directly from the supplier, right? So I think that's briefly about me. Wow. Listen, she is a global boss lady, okay? And there's a lot on her bio that she don't even have time to go into (laughs) with us. But I do want to go back to the hustle versus billing because that was phenomenal that you mentioned that because you're exactly right. A lot of, especially boss ladies, right, they tend to be hustler. We have this hustle mentality for a season. It seems like every year there's a workshop, there's a post, there's something saying hustle, hustle, hustle. But we have to stop hustling and start building, and you said to leave a legacy for our children. So I do want to ask you this question. Can you define the difference between hustle versus billing? as, you, as um, you understand it, right? What's the difference between hustle versus billing? Okay, now um, I'm going to break this down to everybody's understanding so that whoever is listening to this does not have any trouble trying to differentiate it, right? Okay, now I want to talk about hustling. It simply means 
um, I'm just doing that business to survive, right? So when it comes yes. to to um, tracking the business or you know measuring the business growth, there is nothing of sort, right? I just sell and whatever comes, I take it, get something for myself, get something for my family. Oh, I love the shoe. I take money out of the business even without. Um, considering if that is part of my capital or not. People don't even know the difference between their capital and their profit. Whatever money comes in is considered their profit, right? So after a while, they realize, oh, this business is not growing. Yes, it won't grow because you've tampered with your capital, right? So whatever comes in, you're spending, you're not taking record of your business, it just shows you're just hustling. Okay, there is um, a set of people here in Nigeria we call them the Abokis, right? They are the Northerners here in Nigeria. Those people are known to be, uh, most of them rather, are known to be doing business for hustling's sake, right? Just to survive. What they do is, as they sell for that day, they use it to get something for their family. They feed on that um, income for that day. And then the next day, it continues like that. And you see them hustling. These are the, most of them are the people who pushes wheelbarrow in the market. They are the ones who carry loads for people in the market, you know, just to get um, little change. But then they are not doing something that is sustainable. You find out that every day they are putting on the same dress. Every day they are in the same, you know, kind of environment. They are still they are, in the same um, place, stagnant. They are not growing. Why? Because they don't care. For them, they would tell, most of them would tell you, I think I've met some, and then they would tell you, eh, nobody knows what tomorrow holds. So what if you're saving your money and then you die? <laughs> right? Wow. So you can see the mentality. So I call it the aboki kind of hustling mentality. So most people have that kind of mentality. You know, they're like, eh, I'm just doing this business. Let it be that I'm surviving. Right? Wow. Well, Building a sustainable business has to do with you taking record of your business. That is the first thing, taking record of your business, because it is when you take record, you're able to measure. You can't measure something that you did not take record of. So you need to first take um, record. So your, your, your record keeping, your bookkeeping has to be on point. And also you have to, after measuring your, when you measure your, your growth, you should be able to know when that business is ready for growth, right? I'm saying this because there are people that will tell you, okay, I want to lend money to start up a business. You can't lend money to, you can't lend money to start a business you know nothing about. You can't lend money to to start business that you've not been able to measure the growth. You've not been able to measure the, the sustainability of that business. So it is possible that you go into that business and fail, and then you, you incur debt to yourself. So you must be able to first know how this business, business works, how it grows. Is it something that is sustainable? Is it a business that the structure is well built? Business, especially SMEs here in Nigeria, I don't know about any other part of the world for now, but I find that small business owners don't structure their businesses. They Same thing in the U.S. Same thing okay. in the U.S. <laughs> they don't even want to go to that part. They feel, oh, only the big companies, in quotes, should structure their business, which is not true. 
if I tell people you're not a small business owner because um, you're small per se, it is because the capacity at which you can start is small for now. But that doesn't uh, limit you. It doesn't stop you from doing what other businesses do. Recently, I employed um, uh, some staff, new staff in my company, and you know, I asked them to fill some form, guarantors form, employees. I gave them um, profile form and every other form to fill. And I could see the gaze in their eyes, like, what is this lady doing? Like, is this not just um, a sales boy? I'm like, yes. But you have to fill the form. You have to pass through the process. And they're like, ah, but this is not a big company. I say, oh, you see it that way. I don't My see it that goodness. way. My goodness. Yes. So you have to pass through the process. And they were like, and I, I, and I think that changed their mentality about where they are working. It changed their mentality about the business. So as a small business owner, we should be able to go through the structuring process. Structure your business. It is when you structure your business, you are giving it room to be sustainable. You're giving it room to grow. Wow. Oh, wow. Listen, boss lady, I'm telling you, I'm excited, <laughs> okay, because you. what you're talking about is the same conversation that I've been having all month, especially with my team. So I'm really excited about what you're saying. And I said the same thing to my team. Don't look at where we are right now. Look at where we're going exactly. and operate from Ooh, that level. Exactly. Because if you don't operate from that level, we'll never get there. So I love that you address that with your team. So I do want to ask this. Give us the information for your community, your business community. Okay. Um, Inspiring Women in Business or the Fabrics Community Children. Inspiring Women in Business, yes, where people can join that community. Okay. On Facebook, we are inspiring women in business. Just type inspiring women in business. Yes. And um, what we do basically is, you know, we come up with trainings, we come up with um, teachings that can help the people to grow. Then we have coaching programs. You know, it, it doesn't just end. Some people may not be able to learn um, at the same pace with others. So while some people can catch up with general trainings, some people need coaching, one-on-one coaching, which there is room for. We have the mentorship um, session where we have leaders that are always there to assist. So whatever the issue is, you can feel free to chat up any of the admins and, you know, you can book a session with you, maybe just for clarity or, you know, whatever the issue is so that we can put heads together and work towards it. And um, last year, we held our first um, physical gathering, and it was, it was awesome because we got to see it is, it, it's something beautiful to see other people who have the same vision or going to the same um, place with you. Let me put it that way. People who you feel you know rather that, okay, we... We are pursuing the same goal. So I'm not the only one having that kind of mindset of building a business, a sustainable business. So I have other people. It was interesting, you know, when we gathered and I, I, I could feel, I could feel the, the passion, you know. I, I saw women who were ready 
The truth is, some of these women are ready. They don't just know how to. They don't know how to. And this community has been able to, you know, bring in that, um, we are able to bring in that collaboration, make people to collaborate. I see women collaborating. I see women ready to grow, like their minds are open to learning. And this is a community that has helped build women. I can tell you, just, it's just a, um, a year and some months that we started operation, and it's the, the, the results, the testimonies that I get wows me every day. Like, <laughs> I see people and they be like, Mama, this is what you asked us to do. I'm doing it. I'm getting results. Though some persons will not come to you directly. Some persons will just, you know, maybe when they see you somewhere, be like, oh, Mama, that thing that day you told me, I'm working on it and it's helping me. Well, some, you just see them take action. Some will not even say anything because most of them, I follow them back. And you see them take actions and it's, it's, been, it's, it's been exciting for me, right? It's been exciting. So I think every business, every female entrepreneur should be a part of this community. It's going to help you. It's going to build you. It's going to empower you, right? There are some trainings that we have for free. Like, <laughs> it'd be like I, I know how much I have to pay the speakers. I know how much I have to pay the trainers just to bring it for us for free because I know some persons may not be able to afford it. So this is how we can help the community. This is how we can help the people because we want to see them grow. We desire to see them grow, so most times we go any length to make sure that they are growing, right? So you can join us on Instagram at Inspiring Women in Business. On Facebook, the same thing, Inspiring Women in Business. Awesome. Sounds like an amazing community, by the way. And I know that you did not get to where you are overnight. Can you share some of your journey with us? Yes. What did Okay, um, I started my fabric business four years ago, four years ago, and you know, just like, because that, that was my first year of marriage, and you know, as a new wife, I just feel, oh, everything is there for me, <laughs> husband is providing everything that I needed, so I was just doing the business, let me say, to keep myself busy, actually, and you know, I, I didn't put in much effort. I did the business nonchalantly. I began to sell in um, credit, you know, selling. People were owing me. There was nothing to track my debt. So I didn't, sometimes I even forget who is owing me and who is not. Sometimes I remember who is owing me, but I don't even remember the actual amount, you know. And within a year, that business crumbled. Yeah, the business crumbled. And I was like, what? Rejoice. <laughs> How can you explain that? You, you don't have anything to show forth for the money that was given to you. And I picked it up. I said, okay, I'm going to make it different. I said, attending free trainings. I said, attending paid ones, the ones I could afford as of that time, you know, just to make sure that I proved my husband wrong because he was like, ah, you can't do business. Look at you. The money given to you, you can't even account for it, you know. So I wanted to prove him wrong. I said, going, undergoing trainings, I attended every free seminar that, that was around me <laughs> just to, you know, make sure that I learn. And I started picking up back. Now, not with my husband's money. What I did was I had to learn skills, the importation skill especially. It really helped me 
So I went into pre-ordering for people, right? So you have to pay me first before I get your product. So I was getting my profit, I was saving my profit, and you know, while I was saving it, I was still looking at the fabric business because I love the business. I am someone who loves um, wearing fabrics, you know, made by my people here in Nigeria. So I want to show it off. I want to tell you, oh, this fabric is from, you know, it was sewn by a Nigerian. So I love that kind of, that was my kind of um, person. So I still wanted to go into the fabric business. But I needed something to generate money. So I had to go into importation. So I started importing for people. I was importing. Sometimes I make losses because I don't even do my calculations well, you know. It was not, it was not rosy at all. So it got to a point <laughs> I was able to save up to an amount. And yes. I, I had to start the fabric business. Now I started with 15,000 naira. Wow. 15,000 naira, yes. That's, that's less than $20. So I, I started and I started pushing it. I said pushing out as a wholesaler in quotes. <laughs> Mind you, I don't even have enough stock. Like if somebody wants to buy in wholesale, I don't even have. But I had to start projecting that wholesaler. I had to start projecting it, making people know that I can supply to them in wholesale. Right? And, you know, I started growing from there. At this point, I still did not ask my husband for any money. So it got to a point, I saved up to, um, I think it was 50-something thousand, and I went to the market, sourced for the fabrics, and when I got there, I, I saw something I needed, the fabrics, I needed to buy in bulk, my money was not complete, I was like, no, I don't want to call this man, I don't want to call this man, so I had to look for a friend, I called a friend, I said, please lend me this money, please, I'm in the market, I need to get this thing. And she was like, oh, I don't have up to that amount. I said, okay, give me what you have. And she, then she gave me 33,000 there. I can't forget. She gave me 33,000. I said, thank you. Don't worry. So I had to call her husband. I said, okay, I know at this junction I have to beg you. Please, <laughs> just lend me. I promise to pay back. I'm going to pay you back. And he was like, okay, no problem. And then he sent the money. I got the things. I came back to my city. And that day, because I've already done a lot of publicity, even while I was in the market, I was in publicity, I was going live, showing people the products. I said, you don't want to miss this one. Just come. I started in my house. I don't have a shop then. I didn't have a shop. I started in my house. So the next day was when I was supposed to open the product, you know, to start selling. I was amazed. Like people filled up my house and I sold out that day. It was a total show that I was like, wow. This is working like magical. What is happening? So I had to quickly um, give the people I like, borrowed money. So I got to Hobby's part. I said, don't worry, bro. I'm going to give you your money, but not now. Allow me <laughs> to back into the business. <laughs> Just one more time. I'll pay you back. He didn't say anything, actually. I said, oh, thank you. So I went back. I got more. And then the next time, the profit was able to start as an as a capital now so i i packaged back his money i say where do you want me to send this money to each of your accounts and then he said don't worry <laughs> i was like wow, wow you would have told me things that you wanted to give me this money he said no that i'm giving you but i'm going to ask for it someday <laughs> you know, that, that made me really stand on my toes and i said that was when i said um thinking I said, okay, what are the things that made me feel on the previous 
previous business. I started listing them down. I got a coach. We worked together, and then he told me. And then I said, wow, do you know that? I, I think this is most women's problem. This is where we get it all wrong. I said, okay, what I'll do is I will help others. I think that was where the, the passion for inspiring women in business came about. So I started pushing this business, and to the glory of God, I can tell you, I never borrowed a dime. To, I've wow. never loaned money anywhere. And today we have our warehouse, which I just launched last, early this month, sorry. Early this month, we just launched the warehouse. I've been selling back to back. I can tell you, every day we're growing from 15,000 naira. It's three years now officially that I started, not the, plus the failed one. Plus the failed one is going to be four years. But officially that I started with the intention of building this business. It's been three years and I can tell you that the results, <laughs> the sales is amazing, right? Because what I'm teaching people is something I have practically um, put into my business. It is something I have practically done. I'm not telling you theory. I have done it the other way, and I have done it the right way. And I can testify that the right way is the best way. Because yeah, imagine nice. every day you can see the growth. You can see the growth. It got to a point I stopped allowing people to come to my house. I had to, I had to start pursuing getting an, a place. And I said, no, I don't want a shop. A shop cannot contain, even my house does not contain us. So talk more of a shop. I can't get a shop. I need a warehouse. I need somewhere big. And I was looking at it. Even I never imagined I was going to get it this year. Because this year I had a major loss. My goods from China got missing. So that was another debt on its own. I had to start paying debt. But to the glory of God, I was able to pay up, pay up those debts without borrowing a dime. Like, I didn't borrow anything from anyone and I paid off the debt yet I was able to get a warehouse I was able to get a warehouse for the business and then we moved out from the house I think even the blind can see that this is something that is growing and so when we talk about the journey it isn't something that was smooth <laughs> imagine you having losses imagine you having to pay debts when you're still growing that, that is enough to discourage anybody. At a point, I felt, okay, let me just pause this fabric business. Let me, let me just clear up this importation debt. Because to me, I felt, I can't pay it off in, in a year. That was what I was feeling. I said, I can't pay this debt off in a year, except I want to borrow somewhere. But I kept pushing. I said, no matter what it takes, even if it means starting back with that 15,000 naira, but I'll push it as though it is 150 million naira business. So I kept pushing. I encouraged myself. Sometimes you may not have people to encourage you. You don't have to stop. You know why you started. What is your why? Let your why keep you pushing, keep you going. So I kept pushing. I kept growing. And to the glory of God, we're here today. Wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. That's powerful. And you're right. You're why. And I had that conversation today and I told somebody, I said, you know, people often look at where your business is, but they don't understand that you have to take it with the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? And make up your Mm -hmm. mind that it doesn't matter what come your way, that you're grateful that the Lord allow you to have this business. You can't measure yourself according to everybody else's length, right? You have to measure yourself according to your length. This is where I am and this is what I'm going through, but I have to keep going. So your story is powerful. And yes, a lot of people would have already quit. (laughs) Okay. They would have quit and go find a job. (laughs) So congratulations on your expansion with your warehouse and your team and everything that God is doing for you. Congratulations with that. And that's powerful. So tell us, where can we go to support this business and to purchase from you? Okay, on Instagram, at Elireg Fabrics, E-L-I-R-E-J, then Fabrics, Elireg Fabrics together, no underscore, Elireg Fabrics. On Facebook, Elireg Fabrics also. Then we also have um, a WhatsApp community. You know, that's where we um, post um, most samples that we have. That's where we give out information to our distributors and our wholesalers. So you can... Reach out to me on zero eight one six zero nine seven double six zero four to add you up to the group. Plus two three four eight one six zero nine seven double six zero four. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Any final words that you want to share with us? Anything that you want to share with entrepreneurs, whether they're seasoned or just launched in their business? Okay, I'd like to say, um, just like um, I mentioned earlier, your why. You know, the, knowing your why is um, a big factor that can help you in life, generally, even outside business. Knowing your why. Why am I starting this? Why am I doing this? Why should I have to do this? Why should I have... N- why should I not quit. Why? That why should always be in your head. The why should always be there in front of you. Ask yourself, so when you're about to quit, ask yourself, why am I doing this? And now, I I tell people, because you're a woman does not mean you have to do business. Business is not meant for everybody. And I think people are getting it wrong. Because maybe because they feel, I want to be my own boss. I want to be a CEO. See, let me tell you. <laughs> is it that CEO we are calling ourselves? Eh? The truth is that <laughs> the picture we have about being a CEO is a scam. Yes, permit me to say that. It is a scam. Because being a CEO means you must first be, <laughs> you must first be the, the, the record keeper. You will yes. be the, the storekeeper. Yes. You will be... The salesperson, you will be uh, your, your delivery person. So imagine all of that on one person. You can see it's yes. a whole lot of work. So you must have a tough skin for you to be uh, um, a CEO, right? You must be ready to build. And I tell people there is a part of building that people don't see. But when the building is finished, 
we tend to appreciate the shape of the building. Oh, I love this building. Oh, it's so wonderful. Oh, this mansion is heavenly. Yes, but people forget that the people who, who first started the foundation did most of the work. Because even the, the Holy Scripture says, if the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? So your foundation is the most important thing. People may not see. People will not see your sleepless nights. People will not see how many times yes. you make losses. People yes. will not see how you make delivery to someone and the person returned it even after you finished spending your money, the money. And then you have to cry and refund the person. People will not see how much work you're putting into it. It is none of their business to tell you the truth. It is none of their business. So it is in your part to play the important role of building the foundation of your business. Because it is the foundation of your business that determines how sustainable the business will be. So don't jump the process. <laughs> you know, one thing we had to deal with in Inspire Women in Business was mindset. And that mindset was the sales mindset. Everybody who was in business wanted to make sales. Yes, you're going to make sales because everybody is in business to make sales, definitely. But there are things that you need to do. There are things that you, you, you just do. Just put work into doing them. And sales come stressless. Sales come stressless when you do those things. So focus on the foundation of the things that you need to do. Leave the results first. Focus on the foundation. When you're able to build the foundation, the results will show. Don't worry. Don't worry about the results. It's going to show in as much as you put effort into building your foundation. Make it strong. Make your foundation tight. Now I can stay out of my business and the business keeps running because I have been able to build the structure. Building the structure for me didn't come easy. But I had to do it. I had to do it so, so that today I can focus on something else while the business is still growing. But if you have to be there every time, oh, my business on my head, oh, you carry your business, oh, today you're in your business, oh, tomorrow you're there, how do you have time for other things? How do you grow? Wow. So I tell people, focus on the foundation of the business. Focus on the foundation of business. Yes, you're going to make sales, but what are your sales strategies? What are your marketing strategies We some persons don't even have? They don't have any strategy. You just come up, oh, I'm selling this, come and buy. Oh, uh, you, you've not patronized me. Uh, well, I will blow powder on you if you don't buy from me. You know, all those awkward kind of marketing. No strategy. You don't have strategy. You don't have goals. Okay, we made... One million naira last month. What is our goal for this month? You don't even communicate your goals with your team members. They don't know. Everybody is just working. And whatever comes, we take. But if everybody knows that we are pursuing a goal of hitting five million naira this month, everybody is on their toes. Everybody is on their toes. Now, you, you, you focus on the things that are going to generate those sales. You're not just coming with come and buy, come and buy. No. That's old pattern. Focus on the right things and you will see the results. But first you need to build your foundation. Build yourself. Your business cannot outgrow you. Your business cannot grow more than you know. So however you are in knowledge, 
that is how your business will be. So if all you know is A and B, your business will be A and B. So focus on training yourself first. Go for trainings. Go for coaching. If you need someone to mentor you, go for mentorship. Don't just rely on what you know yesterday. There are new knowledge every day. So get them. Get this knowledge as a business owner, as a female entrepreneur. If business is not for you, please do your 9 to 5 diligently. You can build a career. It is not just business. You can build a career and grow in it. Right? So let's first change our mentality, change our mindset about what being a CEO is. When that is set right, every other thing will be put in place. Thank you. Wow, wow, wow. It's so much important nuggets in what you just said. And I want to say, CEO, we do get it wrong. A lot of people get it wrong. What does it seem like to be a CEO and what is the definition? Listen. My definition of CEO is chief everything officer, okay? You are oh, the yes. chief everything officer. <laughs> everything officer. I got that. Everything. <laughs> because yeah. like you said, everything that goes on in that business, especially a new business, you're doing it. You're the delivery person. You're yeah. the salesperson, yeah. customer service. Yeah. You are exactly. solving problems. You're marketing. You're doing everything in that business everything. before you can hire a team. Right, and then you said it right when yeah. you said we have to keep growing and developing new skills because a lot of people think that when you're CEO, that's where it stops, right? I own the business, mm, no. that's where it stops. You don't want to be the smartest person in that room, so we have to hire people that's very intelligent and we have to grow ourselves, right? Because I see a lot of problems where CEOs hire competent staff, which is what we want, and the CEO is not growing. So the staff start taking over the company, right? <laughs> like it's their yeah, company. True. <laughs> so true. we have to be we have to be mindful of our roles and to make sure that if we're the visionary, we always have to make sure we have a clear picture of the vision and where we're going with it. So that's that's some powerful powerful nuggets that you shared with us, and. You know, I agree. Not everybody is called to the marketplace to be a business owner, right? But we do have to be yes. diligent with our position. If we have a nine-to-five job or whatever job, we need to make sure that we're a good steward over that job, especially if you know that you're not business-minded. A lot of people want to go in business because they have this, I don't want anybody to tell me what to do mentality. Exactly. That's not good, right? That's not a good business owner. That's not a good CEO, CFO. That's not yeah. a good anything because your team won't be able to tell you what to do. And as a partnership, as, and we're in partnership with our staff, right? So mm. when we have in meetings and everything like that, you want to hear from your team because they're, especially if they're the one that's seeing the customers every day and not you, right? So if we have that, yes. you can't tell me what to do mentality, we're going to lose money because the people that's doing the work can't tell you anything that's going on in the company. So I'm okay. glad you, you bring forth the points then that you brought forth. And thank you so much for being with us. Again, one more time, woman of God, please tell us, where do we go to connect with you and network with you? Okay, on Facebook, I'm more active on Facebook. Rejoice at Digun. Rejoice, then A-D-I-G-U-N, Adigun, Rejoice, Adigun on Facebook. 
on Instagram, same name across all social media platforms. Rejoice at Digun. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, boss lady. And to my entrepreneur family, my diamonds across the world, remember when life applies pressure, we shine. There is a diamond in you if you just let the Lord have his way and bring it out of you. Nothing start off shining. We have to go through a process. So until we meet again, shine on, diamonds. Shine on.